0: support for this guardian podcast comes from squarespace providing creative tools that help you bring your ideas to life squarespace offers free domain names customizable designs and 24 7 support go to squarespace.com and use the offer code guardian to get 10 percent off
1: Hello, this is Music Weekly. I'm Alexis Petridis.
0: And I'm Kieran Yates. This
1: week, music from Busta Rhymes, Death Grips and Toy and Singles Club.
0: Plus Tallulah Gosh on aggravating the indie scene and realising that beatnik doesn't mean a Beatles fan.
1: All here on Music Weekly from The Guardian. Tim Jones is among us. Hello, Tim. Hello. How you doing?
2: Yeah, I'm all right. What's the story of the Beastie Boys, Tim? <laughs> the Beastie Boys are suing um, a toy manufacturer who they make these construction kits for little girls. Right. And um, they've uh, recorded the Beastie Boys' song "Girls," but a parody of it, mm-hmm. and use it to advertise. because obviously the original track is somewhat sexist it is indeed it's very problematic yes (laughs) so what they're arguing that they don't need they they can't be sued for using this track because they've reinterpreted the lyrics and made it non-sexist and it's a parody and it's fair use and it's all about girls wanting to use their brains and not wanting pink toys and bland things and that's all to the good isn't it but the beastie boys aren't having it I don't think so. I think I think they're they're suing because it is their song. I don't. I don't I actually. I know. don't know if
1: you can do that. I don't, can you record the same song and just change the words? I don't think you can. do I think you've got to change the song a little bit, haven't you? As well as change the words.
2: Well, it's interesting because you can do parodies, can't you? People do parodies, and, and you're you're allowed to do that. Yes. On, on comedy shows and stuff. But I think. You might, might be pushing it a bit when you're using said parody to then go and hawk a product, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I would have thought, I, d- I don't know, it's a very strange thing, but you could just change the tune a little bit and maybe
1: get away with it. Um, it's like quite cool though, it's a good advert. So good I was going
0: to say, I like how that story is in such stark contrast to the other dull story that was a couple of weeks ago about um, Mattel. Mattel. Uh, Mattel, sorry, who uh, had released that J-Lo doll, but he, she, they gave her a really flat bum, and then all her f- fans on Twitter were, like, outraged. That That's a fairly
1: stupid thing to do if you're going to make a, a, a J-Lo doll. It is. Isn't it? I mean, it's, it's like outrage. not outrage. have a bum on it. <laughs> Was there an enormous Twitter storm? About it? Was there oh, a hashtag? I bet the there's yeah. Forum. Yeah, it's very problematic. <laughs> <laughs> JLo doll's plastic bum hashtag. Um, denying her batty. Denying her batty Well, you know, yeah. it is a weird thing. It is a weird thing. But you know, Action Man. Mm-hmm. No penis. Mm. So you great know Great batty though. Great batty. Muscular. <laughs> Firm. <laughs> Popular on Grinder. Um, <laughs> action um, Batty. Okay, so the other music news, uh Prince William performed live. It's an unexpected turn of events. a <laughs>
2: Charity. That's to be said. I went
1: to a gig. You wouldn't believe he came on during the encore. I don't know. <laughs> Who was it? Prince William. Um, uh, was, in fairness, at Kensington Palace. No, was it, the bar flyer, <laughs> <laughs> it was at the Barfly, apparently. With white denim. It was at Sticky Mike's Frog Bar in, in, in Brighton. He was on with Planning to Rock. Um,
2: uh, no, it was... It was <laughs> That, that is a duet I'd
1: like to see. <laughs> um, he uh, it was a, a, a charity function in uh, at Kensington Palace for Centrepoint, I believe, and uh, Bon Jovi and Taylor Swift were performing. And for the encore, uh, Prince William
2: came on and sang "Living on a Prayer." And I haven't listened to it because I've, I've seen the pictures. And is there footage? Decided, is there available footage? I presume so. Or maybe actually, maybe not. Maybe maybe there is not. No, there is. There All is. the
0: pictures I saw made when he was looking really uncomfortable. I feel like he'd be quite an uncomfortable performer, you know.
1: Yeah, he doesn't look like mm. he's got the natural front man. Mm-mm. You know what I mean? He's not got that rock and roll gene,
2: has he? Nope. Um, but, you know, fair play. No. Do I you think, think it's as bad as when Michael Evis joined Stevie Wonder on stage? Do think, think, think his vocals will reach that? I don't remember. I, I'd left by then. What, what Michael happened? Michael Leavis joined Stevie Wonder on stage at Glastonbury to sing Happy Birthday. It was one of the all-time worst ever versions of any song ever. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Um, I had no idea about that. That's complete, this, is what, this is what
1: you get for leaving yeah. Glastonbury on a Sunday afternoon and not hanging around for the headliner. I, I, I'm aghast. I know I he's never been on stage since. No. Michael Leavis, the Stones didn't invite him on to, to do everything.
2: Neither no, is Prince William. He hasn't been on stage since.
1: Uh, Prince Harry was at Glastonbury, of course, and uh, he was at WOMAD the year before. Um, I mean, it's, it's quite nice, isn't it, that they kind of like
2: rock and roll?
1: Yeah. If it's rock and roll, I don't know.
2: It doesn't look very rock and roll, this picture, to be honest. It's uh, not your definition of rock
1: and roll. No, I mean, obviously he's not got his top
2: off like Iggy Pop on the cover of Raw <laughs> Power. <laughs> <laughs> <but> we, we <laughs> he just puts some broken glass down his chest. <laughs> Throw himself into the ground, get his knob out, you know, he's <laughs> possessed by the spirit of Iggy. <laughs> he
1: uh, he comes on stage and yeah, a pair of like silver jeans, so he
2: gradually sort of pulls down and then reveals his, his old chap. Breaks down the barrier between the audience at the Kensington Gala <laughs> and the performance. I hate this raised platform. <laughs> Amazing, <laughs> amazing, amazing! Well, I, I
1: think on that, that's that's all the news. Um, let's proceed to Singles Club, Tim. Let's have your track first. <laughs> <laughs> is 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 watching surprise change of direction from mumford and (laughs) sons for their big comeback single Uh, that's actually death grips uh whatever i want fuck is watching Fuck, he's listening as well. Isn't <laughs> um, uh, uh, Death Clips. Now, where are that? Because they were they they were briefly signed to a major label, which I I seem to remember wasn't quite the meeting of minds
2: that. Uh, <laughs> Who'd have thought that they wouldn't sell down and? Uh, I know. That's <laughs> amazing. This, this selling
1: been, anything? I, no, nobody's buying this. I don't believe it. Absolutely, it's absolutely terrible. <laughs> We've wasted all this money. Have you heard what they've done as well? It's terrible. Can't, we can't get the radio. We can't get a sniff at
2: radio. It's terrible. Um, so what's it? They're putting stuff out themselves. This. Yeah, government plates has, has leaked. This is that? But have they um, leaked? Because they keep leaking well, this stuff deliberately, don't yeah, they? Yeah, I think so. I, this, this, I mean, this is... I, I mean, what? I don't even know what to say about it. If I, had, I woke up with a migraine today and then realised I <laughs> had, had to come, <laughs> and, come, and, <laughs> come and think of something to say about this. Um, I, don't, I don't know. I think it's just kind of... The fact that it just will not kind of settle or sit still for like a second yeah. is kind of amazing and it's like i thought i'd get boring by now like oh it's another death group song but i always found it quite fascinating and compelling whenever yeah. i hear it and yeah, you know, i mean half of that sounds like you're stuck in kind of an amusement arcade but it does in a quiz machine and the other <laughs> the other half is kind of quite slow and disturbing and that bit sounds like i've got a uh, garage band app for my uh, for my
1: ipad and uh, if you let my youngest daughter, Agatha, it's, it's four tomorrow. Um, if you let her have a go on it, basically sounds like that. <laughs> is um, she Death Grips? She is indeed. She- <laughs> um, yeah, th- 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 that's just a front. <laughs> that whole band, the guy with the big tattoo on his chest and everything. Kieran, did you like this? Uh,
0: yeah, well, I like uh, what you were just saying about them being really consistent. This seems like a good follow up to having album art, which has got your penis on it do you know what I mean that kind of you know they really deal in chaos and this is like a really good way to make that point isn't it um and yeah I don't know I kind of like it what like I heard it when I first heard it I was like playing it on SoundCloud and then my internet stopped and so I had to like listen to it from the beginning again and was like oh god I've got to listen to this again (laughs) Um, but actually after you know after a couple of listens I was like oh It's not just that, like, really horrible, frenetic Gabba-type tempo. It's, you know, it does break and it does slow and it is actually more palatable than you think it is on first listen. So that is a good thing about them because they could be written off so easily as just being, like... You know, chaos mongers, but this is actually not too bad. Do you think?
2: Do you think it's interesting that Kanye kind of listened to this and was influenced by this kind of thing?
0: Well, I do, I think it. I think it kind of makes sense because he's always trying to collect like cool capital from various places, and you know, these are people that you know are trying to be like musically anti-establishment and being fuck you to everyone. And Kanye wishes that he could have a sense of that. So I think that he just wishes that he could kind of. Pick and choose
1: yeah. elements of that. Are we all? Are we all uh, obeying Kanye's Versace Versace boycott? By the Louis way, Louis V. Yeah, is it Louis V. Oh yeah. no! I've been buying. It. Oh, no, I thought it was Versace. I've been out last three days. I've bought fifteen thousand pounds worth of Louis Vuitton gear, Versace, Versace. thinking I was socking it to, to whoever. Oh, can't believe it. So, but well, I mean, obviously, we are. None of us have bought any Louis Vuitton. Or Nor will I. I say so. No, never again. Mm. Is it, it's all about the leather. Is it still about the leather jogging pants? Is that still the well, issue? Well, no. They, was,
0: they were supposed to have a meeting, and he's—you know—he is famously rapped about how much he loves Louis Vuitton in the past, and then he was snubbed by the the big Don at Louis Vuitton. So, so it's called for a
1: global boycott. It's
0: called for a global boycott. <laughs> 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 but it worked with um, Didier and Cristal, didn't it?
1: But that was different because <laughs> I think they were different. being a bit kind of. were not Christabel being a bit racist? Wasn't the whole thing? Was yeah, it, was well, it, was they I were saying of, that they, they didn't, didn't really want, want rappers to the I think this guy's brand. just saying, "I can't be asked meeting with Kanye." <laughs> you know, which, in fairness, <laughs> because you know, can you imagine once he, once he starts, I bet I'll get him in a meeting. I know. Be one of those meetings where you, you you quite want to get home. You know what I mean? You've got, <laughs> you've got, you've got, you've got plans. And it's half past five, you know, and he's still My leather jogging pants. And it's, Oh God, the no end in sight, you know. Anyway, I don't know what to make of this Death Grips record. I mean, I'm glad people are doing it. I don't want to listen to
2: it. I don't. I don't.
1: When am I going to listen to
2: that? I mean, I know, I know what you mean, but at the same time, I don't find it is just like Kieran said. It does have kind of patterns and melodies that reveal themselves and things. So it is, you know. Yeah. Still don't, listen not it? Okay.
1: Um, okay, Death Grips, whatever <laughs> I want. Fuck who's watching, that's leaked, it's on the internet. Garen's Choice next.
2: 30 bottles, 20 waitresses, bring them over, see how we light up, call a promoter, tell that, bring the bag, better hurry up, with it, and count the money you're proper, cause you can get it, you can get it, you can
1: get it, you can get it. Yeah. I feel good, don't it? Uh, I feel light good, light don't me. it? Uh, uh, uh. I want thank you. Hey, I wanna let y'all know. Hey. I wanna let y'all know This is And you listening the Q-Tip tip, 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 tip.
2: Set up, so let all up Saddle
3: up and let's go Good times, only difference Making it dope Chatter is up Peep the way we batter it up On top of the mountain
1: the That's Busta Rhymes, thank you Featuring Q-Tip, Kanye West and Lil Wayne Um, That's great, Kieran, that's really good I was nodding my head <laughs> I was not, did You see me nodding my head to that. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, it was good. Um, it's good to hear from Buster Rhymes again.
0: It is.
1: Um, I haven't heard anything about him for quite a long time. I think the last time I listened to Buster Rhymes closely, he was banging on about how the millennium was going to be the end of the world, <laughs> um, or something. Extinction level event was that? Was yes. it? Yeah, um, that's right. Um, this is this is good. What, do we know where the sample's from?
0: Yeah, it's uh, Alicia Myers, but it's his beat. Uh, it sounds like a Q-tip beat, but it's actually his. And the sample is from. Thank you from Alicia Myers, which is
1: beautiful. Excellent. It's really, really good. It's a really good record. Tell us about it. I was
0: really excited to hear from Buster again, and I thought that. The it sounds well,
1: like you, but you said that as though he rang you
0: up. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> 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 Always belling up my telephone. <laughs> 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 um, so, this, vid- this video was released yesterday, but the song's been around everywhere and sort of on lots of hip hop forums and um, sort of on just been playlisted on one extra. But the video was out yesterday and it's a really great video, and it's probably quite um, fitting in a year where we've had tracks about Bugatti's and Versace's and various other massive brands and Bling culture. Um, That the video is like really shiny and sort of part of all that. Although I thought that this was kind of really exciting to have this group of rappers together because the mm. last one that we had was Fucking Problems, which was A$AP, 2 chains and Kendrick. And this group is like, you know, a different kind of exciting collaboration in hip-hop in that they've all got so much charisma and so much, so kind of Identifiable. And also, they're from different eras.
1: Yeah, exactly. You know I mean? Q-Tip is from a different era than Buster Rhymes is from a different era than Kanye West. And sort of I mean, yeah, exactly. Western and then,
0: and you it. know, the whole track isn't overshadowed by Kanye's God Complex in any no. way. You know, Q-Tip, you know, really adds something. You can really hear, you know, Buster on it in a way that I wish you could hear in, in, in other collaborations that we've heard this year. You know, and it makes the point that there's still huge characters in hip hop that are really exciting and full of charisma, and it's not all just written off about being about bitches and hoes. Long,
1: long. Longevity of career of Boston Rhymes quite mm. impressive. So I wondered the first thing was like 97, ninety seven, ninety eight, something like that?
2: Wooha, no? Wooha Yeah. Um Tim. Yeah, I was well, interestingly when I interviewed Mo Farrow recently I asked him uh, <laughs> Who gets on his wick and he uh, busts the rhymes apparently. Really? He <laughs> yeah. <a> rhymes <laughs> sounds noise, MoFan. Yeah. Wow,
1: the Mobot, really? It really,
2: really confused me. Yeah, really, a real problem. So, sort of
1: le- left, left field kind of choice
2: of someone, you know what I mean? Yeah, but he, well, he, didn't, like, he didn't have to think about it either. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but wasn't it,
0: wasn't it though that he, he, he asked for an autograph? He asked
2: for an autograph and he laughed in, he laughed in his face. Did he really? Mm. What, subsequent to his Olympic triumph? Not sure. No, I think it was after. I think it was kind of recently. Wow, there they you must go. look
0: really funny together as well because Bust Rhymes is Im- unbelievably hench at the moment. In fact, every what does that mean? Um, like built, like muscular. Is it? Yeah, really, really huge. And in the video, it's really funny because Q Tip and everybody else looks really tiny compared to him.
2: Really. Mm. Okay. Q Tip sounds so good, doesn't it? On this.
0: So good. <laughs> he's just such a good, he's such a consistent <laughs> hip hop performer. You know, his his production is always great. His beats are amazing, and his rap sound yeah always on point I think he sounds great on this
1: I thought it was good I thought all of them were good actually I think you're right I don't think anybody kind of out outpaced the other um, I think it's a really good record it's just also just like a big party tune and that's always good to hear
2: it's quite infectious isn't it very it sounds, infectious sounds like uh, and also the thing it does
1: it, it before it kind of um, it builds and builds and builds for ages you kind of keep thinking the sample is going to break into a chorus and mm. it just keeps 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 kind of repeating that little, not even a riff, you know. Yeah. It feels like it's about to sort of explode and then, then takes HD. I thought it was great. I really, it's really exciting.
0: And that's the secret of being a really good hip-hop performer, to be able to maintain those energy levels. And I think that in rap this year, you've had these, you know, huge injections of energy, but mm. the tracks are so big is that they have this huge bass drop and then that's it. It's, you know, it's done. And then they quickly mix it into the next one. And this is from a generation of hip-hop artists who really understand how to maintain, you know, Kind of long albums and long shows mm. and, and energy levels and long raps and humour, and uh, I just think it's really good.
1: Uh, Buster Rhymes, thank you featuring Q-Tip, Kanye West, and Lil Wayne. You can find that all over the place at the moment. Finally, my choice. <laughs> Join the dots by Toy, but remixed by uh, Leo Zero. Um, I really like that. I think it's a really really long remix. A little bit krautrocky. It's sort of quite. It's quite got a weird funkiness to it in its own thing. It's very psychedelic. It's very. um, It's good. It's it's better than the original. I think. Um, I would. I mean, I always keep saying this, but sometimes I hear remixes and I just think, oh, I just wish you'd sort of do a Primal Scream thing, like, on screen. I keep saying this, and I've said this before on the podcast, but just, like, stick the remixes on your album. Just, just you know what I mean? Go. Um, I just think it's a, it's a really interesting... Re- and it's also interesting because Leo Zero is known as a kind of, um, sort of re-edits and sort of new disco kind of guy. Um, and this is not sort of what I'd expect him to do at all, but he's really got sort of into the track itself and kind of reworked it in just a really, really
2: good way, I think. Um, so there you go. Uh, that's my thoughts on it. <laughs> Tim? Yeah, it makes the original sound a bit weedy and indie schmindy, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Uh, I like it because it's just brought out, it's made it sound a bit crisper. Yeah. All of that. Um, I almost I slightly thought, does it need the vocals on it? Do you know what I mean? Mm. I, I actually th-
1: quite like the vocals. Right, because okay. I think
2: Because they've toughened up the, 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 the backing track mm-hmm. a bit. Um, the sort
1: of slightly wall-eyed vocal Actually sounds quite good Pitched against that um, That thing Whereas it, it seems I don't know It seems slightly more contrasting With the backing Than it does on the original Which is a little bit more of a piece If that makes sense You? No, it doesn't make sense does it?
2: It makes sense I, I don't know I just thought I, I was really getting into the, the music When it starts off and I, Then when that kind of voice It's a bit I don't know Yeah, yeah. I, I, I understand what you're saying
0: Kieran it's oh, too long it's too long. Uh, honestly, I know. I did not mean to sound like that, but it, it was really long. <laughs> so I was like, oh, Jesus. It's taking um, you a trip. No, I, I, I do like Leo Zero because the last track that you brought in was that Friend Crush one. And I oh, thought, God, I forgot that about that. Was so that was good. brilliant. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I listened to it loads, like, weeks after and thought it was really great. So I was really excited to, like, hear some kind of disco cut with this. And <laughs> <I>
1: <laughs> if didn't, you didn't get that. did no, not deliver, no. Alexis. Um,
0: but, yeah, I, th- I thought it was good. I thought it was actually... Um, even though it was too long for me because, you know, generation of instant gratification. I was going to say,
1: absolutely. Um, I... Put death grips back on you. <laughs> yeah, that no. was seven minutes. <laughs> seven minutes of that. Felt <laughs> a lot longer. <laughs> um,
0: yeah, it, you know, it's it is good because there is this like real journey when, you know, I was listening to it and I was kind of imagining that thing of, you know, it's sort of a movie montage is when they're in traffic and there's all those like frames like flicking really quickly past and everyone's mm. sped up and, you know, it, it felt a little bit like that. Um, lots of voices and lots of things happening, but well, it's too it's too long.
1: Okay, okay, well there you go. Um, Join the dots by Toy Remix by Leo Zero. Um, you can find that on the internet. I don't know if that's coming out on vinyl or on CD or anything like that, but definitely, definitely it's around about anyway. And that is Singles Club. Largely reviled by the music press during their lifetime in the late 80s, Tallulah Gosch went on to become one of the most influential bands of the C86 era, not least on the Riots Girl movement. So to celebrate the release of a new compilation of the material, Amelia and Etney from the band came in to talk to me. started the band, what was your sort of intention, musically or spiritually?
3: You'll have to go because I was in the band when I first started. I am the substitute of Elizabeth. <laughs> <laughs>
4: um, I think we wanted to be somewhere... Basically, we were inspired by the Ramones and the the girl groups, girl groups that the Ramones were inspired by. So it was something about that. And my dream was to have an all-girl band, but I could only find one other girl really? that actually wanted to be in a band with That's me. Wow. Yes. And I had to kind of force her. That's um, yeah, I know. It seems really odd. So, um, well, maybe I just didn't try very hard. But that was my dream. Mm-hmm. So I ended up getting my boyfriend and my brother and some other guy we picked up, <laughs> <laughs> found by the wayside, uh, to 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 be in it.
1: Mm-hmm. Maybe this was just my experience of, of, of your music. It seemed to sort of, um, kind of aggravate people. Quite People either oh, really like or people made them really angry. We
3: made people really cross and it, it's bemusing to me because we were we were quite fun, weren't we? We weren't... Yeah. West, but <laughs> yeah. I <laughs> mean, yeah. we, we did... Quite often we did play badly, didn't we? But not any worse than anybody else.
4: I think it was partly... I think had we not had adulation, people wouldn't have hated us so much. Yeah, but because we it's... had adulation, then people listened to us and... If you liked, like like, well-played, yeah. well-thought-out, quite macho music, mm-hmm. then, then we were the for you. opposite.
1: <laughs> <yet>. <laughs> the macho thing is quite... You've used the, the the adjective macho, and that seems to me to be quite an important thing about Saluda you that it? it was... What, you know, we I mean, anti- it, I mean I think, huh? we were anti-macho. Yeah, well, it was like music with all... It was like a sort of... I've said this before, but it seemed to me that it was like an attempt at reimagining music with all the machismo drained out of it entirely, and what are you left... You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Is that is that sort of fair? Is that...
4: I think it is fair, although we wanted to be loud yeah, and, we want and, be loud. and, and, and have lots of energy and punky, mm-hmm. but yeah, with no, no machismo. And actually, that's something that I've certainly carried on pretty much throughout my entire musical career. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, You're and living it, the life. Uh, uh, yeah, and in <laughs> Heavenly, the whole point, actually, at least early on, was to not was a reaction against what was at that point a very macho indie scene.
1: What, what, what do you mean by a very macho indie scene? It <laughs> was
4: just lots and lots of all-male bands blokes. all hammering their guitars yeah, as loud with as, guitars. as they could and kind of with no interesting kind of mm-hmm. lyrics, really, and kind of, I don't know, just very male. <laughs> 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 Which is not denigrating <laughs> the males. But, um, just those kind of
3: bands. There was just so many of them, I think, wasn't there, and there was nothing else. Yeah. Oh
0: my life I had a dream of someone I'd like to meet. He would be mine, he'd be so fine. My Beatnik boy
1: says, I want to she with the He looks so big, he looks so fine. It's interesting how shocking it sounded to me at first over hearing Beatnik boy. the first mm. time I heard it was on an Indie Top 20 compilation. And I remember thinking, like, bloody hell! And it's, you know, proper, I've been really taken aback by how it sounded in the context of whatever kind of goth bands and stuff like yeah. that that were on the album yeah. as well. It, it did seem quite a shocking thing.
4: I think we—it was partly shock. I think partly it sounded like that because we genuinely didn't know what we were doing to the extent that um, Liz Elizabeth wrote that song, yeah. and she didn't even know what a Beatnik was. She thought it was a Beatles fan. <laughs> <Brilliant>. <laughs> so, and she knew three chords. So was, those are the three, three chords chord, she put in the song, mm. and she wrote it in her room and just sang like ah, la la la. So that's how we recorded it. And
3: loads of backing vocals. Keep putting the backing vocals. And then on. we've always liked backing
4: vocals because of the. Girl of the girl band. groups. Mm-hmm. So that's just kind of how it came out. And I think maybe had we been in bands for longer and learned to play a bit better, we wouldn't have been as interesting.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's a really good point, actually, because you wouldn't have known what you weren't supposed to yeah. do.
4: Yeah, <laughs> exactly.
1: Like that, you seem to me to be, become quite quickly almost like figureheads of something.
4: I, I think know. we kind of did. I think it was something about... A ramshackle yeah. and DIY, it was a at, DIY, thing, to thing. So even the creation bands, they actually wanted, they aspired to be yeah. like big famous bands from, you yeah. know, they wanted to be the Stooges or MC5 or whatever. Yeah. Whereas we, we didn't. We actually kind of wanted <laughs> to, to be, be indie. We wanted to be the Dolly Mixtures. Yeah. <laughs> or, That's who. Yeah. I mean, if you, yeah, or, or, the, marine or girls. the Marine Girls, or things that had been made in their bedrooms, mm. things that. Everybody wrote their own fanzines, so they were, you know, so that how you found about music was mainly via fanzine mm-hmm. rather than via the music press. Mm-hmm. So that whole kind of create your own scene thing, we were really into. And I think maybe we did become kind of figureheads to some extent. Yeah, but, because we really embraced that scene as well. Yeah. It was
3: really good to hang out on it, wasn't it? And you, because you did see the same, same people at uh, every single gig and you were chatting all the time, it was like this kind of really nice little community.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, well you, I was going to say, what did you like about it? But you've answered, <laughs> yeah. you've answered that question. Um And
3: just it people did really like some of the fanzines were brilliant fun they were really cheeky and then mm. you know you'd buy it or or you somebody would take a picture of and you'll find yourself having overheard a conversation that was now in a fanzine I really like that smallness mm-hmm. yeah
4: I fell in love with people via their writing yeah. for the first time reading fanzines i kind of meet people and then <laughs> actually oh. it be a bit disappointing <laughs> when you actually meet <laughs> <people>. the reality <laughs> of them <laughs> but lots <laughs> of people that wrote fanzines at that point ended up being journalists mm-hmm. so I think it was a really good burgeoning yeah. scene for writing as well as for music
1: yeah absolutely yeah Do, how long did that scene last? Do you think? When did it sort of splinter? Or oh, I mean, has it? I mean, I don't know. Is it? Uh,
4: well, there is. There is still a very similar scene around at the moment. I think it's gone up and down over time, and it's it's also <laughs> transmuted. So I think very much the same scene ended up turning into kind of the Riot Girls. Yeah, mm, definitely. That. Um, yeah. And so it, uh, with a very a lot of the same ethos, but obviously with a much a mu- heavier a sp- feminist slant. And
3: they mm. were far more political than we were, I think, weren't they? Right totally. Yeah. I mean, absolutely. That was, I mean, the the music. There's definite linkage, isn't there? And there's a linkage in the girl thing, but they were definitely, they were more... They're more formidable than us.
1: I think it was actually, oh, I disagree, because I always remember thinking at the time, God, this is really brave and confrontational. Although, mind what you, Elizabeth was doing.
3: quite scary on stage. <laughs> yeah, Elizabeth
4: was, yeah. Um, you... Actually, the, we, uh, we, we played in um, Scotland, and this guy from The Exploited came <laughs> and was basically yelling at the back, yelling from the back about kind of how rubbish we were. And li- I was kind of like nervous. Um, Elizabeth just kind of. Stared him down And started heckling him back Wow was, yeah, She she's cool Yeah she was cool
1: she is. What an amazing thing to do a, <laughs> yeah. guy, a guy from the I love the idea That a guy from The <laughs> exploited Went to, to Gosh, <laughs> that,
3: that is the <laughs> most <laughs> puzzling <laughs> The most, <laughs> puzzling, <laughs> most <laughs> puzzling Aspect of
4: that story I think he just Wanted to be but, mean to her
3: yeah. Was it
1: Wotty? Was I it the, know, the guy? No, no it wasn't That would be amazing <laughs> <laughs> God The sound of the band seemed to change as time went on, how would you characterise the way it changed?
3: They just could play things a bit better.
4: Yeah, we began to play. Also, I think Elizabeth left the band. Yeah. And she was. She did those more soft songs. I was a bit more into you the kind the of punky. faster, punky thing. Also, my brother started to have his way a little bit more. <laughs> right. Um, and he much preferred kind of faster, Fastest. punky. Did Matthew
1: stuff. basically want to be in a hardcore band? Yeah. Yeah. Was that, yes. Yes, yeah.
4: correct. Yes, he did. <laughs> what,
1: what, what an unfortunate of affairs to end up into Lou Gosh oh, if no, you really no. wanted to be in, like, Minor <laughs> Threat, There was these
3: really great moments where he'd start doing that really sort of hardcore drum and we'd have to go... It's Tallulah Gosh. Calm down. But it was entertaining because quite often he would speed up when we were on stage and then there's quite often scenes of me and Amelia trying to
4: sing a lot faster. Yeah. <laughs> well, Tallulagosh Live was a lot faster First than Tallulagosh on record. Like, yeah. um, but I think it is interesting because I think that's another reason why Tallulagosh was quite good is that everyone wanted to be in a different band. Mm. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> Whereas most bands, by the time you've kind of at least recorded anything, you've kind of worked out which band which you band are you want aiming to be. To be
3: yeah. so, you what, what
1: bands, so, so Matthew wanted to be in... Uh, in a hardcore band what did the other members of the band want to be in
4: I think Pete wanted to be in the monochrome,
1: monochrome
3: set I don't know what, what band does Chris Deer want to be in
4: Chris wanted to be yeah, in a punk, punk band, band actually, uh, so yeah. I think they were in the same, and we wanted to be in kind of probably, you probably wanted to be in the Pale Fountains. I w-
3: no, I kind of oh. want, uh, the Pale Fountains are the Shangri-Las, right. if I could have had my way.
4: Uh-huh. Uh-huh. If I
3: could have gone back in time, I'd have been a Shangri-La. Yeah,
4: and I was probably <laughs> the Marine Girls,
1: so, yeah. right. so <laughs> quite a lot. That's quite a I wanted yeah. Um, Diverse influences. <laughs> When did you realise the band had a kind of, I mean, you're clearly not people that formed a band thinking, this is going to be a staying entry in the annals of rock history.
4: <laughs> no. And in fact, a major label approached us at one point, and we are interested in signing us, and I said, actually, we don't want to sign because we don't really know what we're doing. Yeah. Really? I mean, yeah, and I, I, we don't know I if think we can do was... this again.
1: Wow. Yeah.
3: So. But that was wise, wasn't it? Cause it was wise. It was a wise move not to.
1: Yeah, I think in that era yeah. in particular, major labels never seem to have any clue how and, to also, like, yeah. even record an indie band. And, and it,
4: this it, was right? Magnet, and they'd yeah. only previously done darts, darts.
1: I think. So, <laughs> and I don't know, was, I, feel, I don't wish to correct you, Amelia, but they also yeah. had bad manners. Oh,
4: well, <laughs> we, we would have been in superb
3: company,
1: then. What, also, what a great roster. Yeah, that, that. Yes,
3: that would be... Imagine their Christmas parties. <laughs> that would be... Actually, am never a bit regretful yeah. that we
1: didn't. <laughs> so you say, other than the guy from The Exploited, did you tend to go down well when you played live? I never saw... I never Never
4: saw you though, was uh, We yeah. did actually. Yeah, we Usually, did. people only came to see us because if they actually wanted us. to see us. Yeah. yeah, it was people. There were a lot of people that hated us, but they tended not, not to, to pay go. money to yes. hate us. <laughs>
3: <laughs> and then sometimes we'd be supporting somebody strange and people would accidentally see us, and then they'd quite often be bemused for a couple of songs. But then, because it's quite, I don't know, involving sort of music, then they kind of get into it, and that was always good.
1: Why did you break up? Because, I mean, you, you, Heavenly has. Almost, I mean, you, you weren't involved, but I mean, Heaven has almost the same lineup as to the other guy.
4: Yeah. Like, like, it wasn't it, just to get rid of it It was, it was <laughs> one of those
1: things where we've, we've, we've broken up. <laughs>
4: I just felt it must look like that, I'm sorry. Yes, no, I, I feel really, really mortified. Um, um, it was, though, that in Tlulu Gosh, we were all, it was a very de- democratic band. This sounds right. terrible, yeah. but it was a very democratic band and everyone was writing songs and I didn't really like singing everybody else's else. <laughs> 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 so, um, so Heavenly, basically I was the dictator. Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah.
1: So it was a power grab. It, it was, was a, a power grab. grab. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, yeah.
4: I mean, it was an artistic power grab.
3: But right. Liz and I did backing vocals for you, didn't? We? Yeah. So we yeah. weren't were we Catherine's weren't
1: Americans. ousted entirely. Oh, were you? Yeah. I didn't know that. Oh, right. yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah.
3: yeah. So we, you know, kept it in the family. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> what do you think when you hear about it, when you listen to the stuff now? Do you, do you like it? Do you do you sort of you do you listen to it with your head and your hands thinking God? I you
3: know. don't actually ever listen to it.
1: Really? <laughs> Not even with this wonderful new compilation. Oh well, yeah.
4: Compilation. Um, I actually there are there are bits I, of it I, I really, really enjoy. Like. There's bits that I kind of go ooh. So but, there's,
3: there's a live download, isn't there? That's quite that's quite interesting. There listening. is actually a
4: live download yeah. um, album that you can get with it. With, with it, the, if yeah. really yeah. So that's yeah. a new thing. Yeah, okay. a new yeah, that's thing. A new, that's well, at the fire station
3: thing. in Oxford, and you can hear Liz heckling. Yeah, yeah. really. Yeah. <laughs> in the background. <laughs> so I'm really I'm doing her singing, and she's heckling me in a quiet.
1: <laughs> Did you always keep other jobs? I mean, you were all yes. stood at studying or whatever. We were
4: studying. When we, we were started. studying. Yeah, at the start, and then by the end, uh, well, we worked in our press for a bit, and then started kind of. Oh, then I actually carried on studying right through Heavenly. Yeah. I managed mm-hmm. to put off getting a <laughs> job for a really long time, <laughs> and then finally got a job.
1: Is that why you ended up being like the most not musically, but uh, the most sort of over overachieving band in, in the history <laughs> of indie music? It's, um,
4: it is bizarre, that No, like, we don't know how it, why. That I happened. don't quite know how that happened. No. I mean, I'm willing to accept it yeah. because, I mean, you can't really argue it with, it, with Elizabeth getting the Turner no, so no, 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 absolutely. That's a
1: pretty <laughs> substantial... And also, with a kind of, as I said, I didn't realise it was the same person, obviously. Mm. Um, and then I did. I just on Twitter or something. I was like, I yeah. is this the woman from the Gosh?" Yeah. You know? And I, I think it was Claire from Sarah Records. Went, yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Then I saw the thing she'd done. I was like, yes, obviously it's Tallulah yeah. yeah. T'lou- yeah. Gosh." She's kept know? a
4: really clear vision of yeah. kind of how she is all the way through. Yeah. I yes. think it's been she's really good. I mean, she's, I think, more embarrassed by her, her musical history, probably, I, than we are, or at least not I don't think so.
3: But no, I think well, for a while, I, I guess because let's begin to revisit. It. Yes, because I think I guess that art seems very serious, some parts of it. Ooh. But now I think she's won the Turner Prize. She can re-embrace the fact <laughs> that she wrote beat, *Picnic Boy. <laughs> <laughs> and now she knows what beatnik is. <laughs>
2: That
1: was me talking to Tallulah Gosh. That's it for this week. Uh, thanks, to Tim, for joining us. Thank you, Tim. Thank you. You can visit theguardian.com forward slash musicweekly for info and links on the show. Kieran, we right back next week. We'll see you then. Take care.
0: Bye. Support for this Guardian podcast comes from Squarespace, providing creative tools that help you bring your ideas to life. Squarespace offers free domain names, customizable designs, drag-and-drop tools, and 24-7 support. Squarespace also offers seamless e-commerce solutions for you or your small business. Every design automatically includes a unique mobile experience that matches the overall style of your website, so your content will look brilliant on any device. Start your free trial today, no credit card required. As a Guardian podcast listener, you'll get 10% off your new account by using the offer code GUARDIAN.